I'm trying to elevate small talk to medium talk. Hi, I'm Alexander Chester, and I didn't realize this until now, but watermelon is just a really big green apple. And I'm Av Sedensky, and I'd like to make a toast to friendship. Welcome back to Pretty, Pretty, Pretty Good, a Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast. We are here today to discuss, um, I don't know, we're here to preview season 11, uh, which will originally air on October 24th, 2001, and then on the subsequent nine Sundays, I believe. Uh, Av, what are we here today to discuss? It's not exactly clear. I have to say, your your intro left me as confused as an angel muffin on a five-foot fence. Uh, <laughs> but, um, that's, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, so what are we doing today? Today, um, we're, we're going to do some sort of preview of season 11, which is going to be difficult because we haven't seen season 11. We don't really Correct. know much about season 11. Mm. Um, nobody really does. Um, other than, you know, Larry David and Jeff Schaefer and, you know, people like that or people that have worked on the show, um, maybe some reviewers. So it's possible a lot of people know about season 11 and what happens in it, but we don't. Um, and we're the ones, uh, you know, doing this podcast. So that's all we really have to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there is some stuff out there that we can, you know, try to make our ways through, you know, kind of a serve as like a uh, a resource to the fan base who hasn't uh, maybe had a chance to see the trailer, see some of the guest stars that are going to be in the season. Um, so we've, you know, spent the many minutes it takes to uh, pull those uh, from the internet where they were widely circulated. And uh, we'll go through some of that information today. We'll, you know, maybe make some uh, speculations, some predictions. Um, but really, you know, we're just here to, you know, talk about what we know so far, what we expect, and really just to celebrate this uh, momentous occasion of the returning of Curb Your Enthusiasm for a new season. Mm, yeah. So why don't we start with that trailer and then uh, we'll see where the night takes us. All right. Well, here we have it. This is the official HBO season 11 trailer for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Let's uh, let's dive in. Thank you all for coming. Oh, I want to make a toast to friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's just, uh, you know, I, I, we're going to cut in whatever we feel like. It's yeah. So all, already, um, we've got, uh, we've got like, we're at a dinner party. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Patton Oswald there. Yeah. Um, Patton Oswald, I believe, has not been on Kirby Enthusiasm before. Yes, but we also, what we saw that he was at the uh, premiere. Yeah, yeah. There was, so uh, we saw a, photos of him on the red carpet. Yeah, they had a whole red carpet. Now, he's also been in those commercials for Caesars um, app lately with J.B. Smoove. Oh, really? Yeah, he's been. uh, Oh, I I, did see that. I did all those football games. Yes, yes, yes. I did see that. I remember wondering, oh, I wonder if like this is how they like hooked up or something. Yeah. And I also thought it was sort of curious that Patton Oswalt, although sort of a famous nerd about certain topics, is also famously like completely knows nothing and has zero interest in sports. And yet his probably one of his two most fav- uh, famous film roles. I guess it's probably young adult would be one. And then the other would be big fan where he plays a big fan of the New York giants. Right. And, and now here he is again in these commercials that are playing during football games, constantly playing a huge uh, sports fan and gambler. So I, th- I thought that was kind of interesting, yeah. but anyways, so here he is at the table. We see of course, cousin Andy and his wife who doesn't believe in garbage. We see a much grayer and older Jeff Garland as Jeff Green. And of course I can say that because the same has happened to me. And then we see Vince Vaughn as the Funkhauser replacement. He's still around. Freddie Funkhauser. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, I think he's going to be, from what I saw on IMDb, he's going to be in multiple episodes this season. So they're just slotting him in as the fuck man. And it's weird because they're such different personalities to me. And I'm not a Vince Vaughn fan. Um, So I am in general, although I could definitely like when I watch some of his stuff now that I used to like, I definitely find myself not as uh, tickled by it. Um, Yeah. Do you know the character in old school that um, what's his name that Craig Kilburn plays? Who's just like a huge creep. He's like a huge creep and possibly like a a, like a sexual assaulter. He like does like terrible things in the bathroom. It like he's like plays like the the really, really bad guy in that movie. And to me, Vince Vaughn is the same guy. And it's annoying that he always sort of uh, is portrayed as a hero in most of his movies, because to me, he's like just a sleazeball and yeah, not a fan. Yeah, well, you know, it's a movie. It's not real. It's acting. Mm. <laughs> ah, I see. Um, yeah. So I, I don't like him replacing the funk man last year. Obviously, the funk man was sick and it was sort of unexpected. But I guess uh, they're slotting him in full time now. So, yeah. So. So this scene that we see, I'm trying to figure out what episode it's probably from, because I, I believe I saw that um, Lisa Arch, who plays Cassie, is in episode three. And yes, and Richard Kine and Vince Vaughn are also in this episode. So this this is going to be from episode three of the season, this mm. dinner party at the uh, at the Green residence mm. where they toast to friendship mm, to friendship. OK, um, so yeah, there's a lot got... of analysis for one second. Let's, let's yeah. press play for one more let's, second. Let's continue. Yeah. Sorry, you can't look me in the eye and toast. What does it do? You're saying hello. I see you. I connect with you. Oh, and also Cheryl's here. Yeah. Like, can we talk about that? Well, first of all, Richard Kind's beard is grayer than uh than Jeff yes. Green's hair. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got a nice big full beard. Very impressive. Yeah. So Susie, um, so Susie is sitting right next to her best friend Cheryl, who's here without Ted Danson. So are, are, are Larry and Cheryl an item again, or are they both just independently hanging out at an event where everyone else is a couple? Actually, yeah, it's not Vince clear. Vaughn doesn't have a partner. Yeah, I was so I was wondering what we thought, like the whole Larry Cheryl dynamic was going to be mm. for the season. I mean, last last they let left off, as they usually do at the ends of seasons, I think they were not on good terms. Yeah. Now, I've sort of um, turned against uh, Cheryl Hines in real life because she's married to an anti-vaxxing jackass right. who is responsible for the deaths of millions of people, in my opinion. I mean, not directly, but he contributes to it. Um, uh-huh. And yeah, this is an anti-coronavirus podcast, just for the record. Um um, yeah, so I'm very I'm very annoyed at her for that reason. But also, like, if she's going to be in the show, there has to be sort of the, like, for example, OK, so she's with Ted, who's also Larry's arch enemy like that works well for her and Larry to just be hanging out at dinner together. Like there, there better be another explanation, because if they're just like both floating around all season, I'm going to be very annoyed. Yeah, I mean, she shouldn't really be in his orbit so much. At yeah, this point. there's no reason she it's completely absurd for her to come back to him at this point. Yeah, I mean, there was some, they had their dalliance. Uh, is it possible season. she's dating Funkhauser? Um, anything is possible. Yeah, I don't see it. First of all, she never really liked, um, you know, the funk man in the first place, Marty Funkhauser. Also, in upgrading from LD to Ted Danson, she's going with somebody who's even, you know, more famous, more wealthy, um, right. or, or, you know, similar. The funk man, Freddie, Marty, or any funk man within the world of the show is a massive downgrade. Yeah, maybe she's having a, uh, a menage a trois, I think they call it, with <laughs> uh, Cousin Andy and Cassie. <laughs> also unlikely. Yeah. Okay, listen. Yeah, we just want to make sure that we. Uh, I want to have sex with nerds. another David, but not Larry. So I'll go to his cousin Andy. <laughs> cousin Andy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. I. So yeah, Cheryl's there. We don't really know why. Um. We'll probably learn why by episode three. Mm. Let's continue. Hello, I see you. 
I acknowledge you. I connect with you. I think you're rude. You see how stupid yeah. it is? <laughs> yeah, they're completely correct. Yeah, they're completely correct. Yeah. Um, it also, this seems like something that, like, originally Susie told Jeff, and then, like, Jeff had to work on, like, that in therapy and told Larry about it. Like, that's how that plays, that, like... Mm. That, that chant that they do together yeah um, now hold on let's go back for one second to the only person we don't know well at that scene which is Pat oswald at the dinner yeah so do we think Pat oswald is playing Pat oswald or is he playing a character um i think he's playing a character yeah 100 percent. Pat oswald be, is not famous enough and he like he wouldn't just like be with this group as yes Pat, like as Pat oswald also true yes it's but he's not like it's not like he's gonna be like a potential new um client of jeff's I don't think so. I, I don't. Yeah. His presence at this dinner party. If anyone would be sense. that at this table, it'd be Vince Vaughn. But we also, already know that Vince Vaughn is Freddie Funkhauser. Yeah. So. It's, so he doesn't have an obvious like pairing at the table that he's. Yeah. With. Um, is it possible kind of, that he's some rich, famous guy or some rich guy anyways? And he's who Cheryl's dating now. Although they're the opposite ends of the table from one another. Yeah. But we know Cheryl sometimes uh, likes to split up the couples and see. Yeah. Order no, but she's literally they're literally as far apart as they could be. And, and and Susie would love anyone dating Cheryl as long as it's not Larry. I feel like because it's not Larry. Yeah. So he would yeah. never punish Cheryl's date by putting him at the end of the, the loser end of the right. table. And he, I mean, he's seated in a very prominent position. Like he's right across from Susie and right next to uh, Jeff. That like me, leads me to believe that maybe. Well, hold on a second. No, no, no. Larry's next. No, he's he's opposite from Susie. Susie and Jeff are at the opposite ends of the table. There's only eight oh. seats, so everybody's oh, yeah, probably right. located. Okay, so there's ten seats. Wait, so who is? You want me to draw out the map? You got Susie on one head, and then to her right you have Cheryl, and then you have Andy, and then you have Larry, and then on the other side. So who's on the other side of Jeff? On the oh, other Larry. side of is Larry. Okay, so he's like with Larry. So he's Larry's date, kind of. I mean, if you're putting Freddie and Cheryl together, so it could just be that there's no couples except for cousin Andy. So yeah, so this is weird. So it's 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 Jeff's friend Larry, Larry's cousin Andy, Andy's and co- wife, right? And then Larry's Cheryl. Yeah, what the hell is Cheryl? Okay, and then and then Vince Vaughn because he's basically Funkhauser, like Larry's other friend. These are all Larry's friends. It's not even Jeff's friends. They're Larry's friends and family, basically. Um, Jeff only knows them through Larry. Most of these people, Susie only knows them at all through Jeff through Larry. So, yeah. So I don't know what the hell Cheryl's doing here. And, yeah, we'll have to find out what exactly yeah. we have with that. Um, yeah. And these these uh, these glasses, I think, are very tacky. They're like these like gl- these like gold goblets. Oh, I got to say, I was actually thinking that I I was sort of surprisingly impressed by the table. Oh, yeah. Flowers. And I mean, it, it's 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 a little I mean, Susie is always sort of out there in absurd ways. And this is a little bit like loud, but relative to Susie's standards, it's subtle, I thought. Oh, interesting. Okay, so I, I didn't mind it. it. I guess it's all relative. Yeah. Um, okay. Forward we go. Um, and I think we're uh, going to next uh, reconnect with an old friend from season 10. Mm. What happened to the movie where you were playing me? Oh, the God. It was based on me. Yeah, it went away. It's interesting because they were very specific. They loved the performance. They hated the character. The word that kept reappearing was repugnant. Repugnant. So, yeah, that, of course, uh, the great John Hamm, hmm. who uh, back in season 10, he was uh, rehearsing or, you know, practicing for a role where he uh, wanted to, like, you know, shadow Larry David so he could uh, learn how to be someone like him. Yeah. Now, uh, my issue here a little bit is that we've already seen this dynamic between Jason Alexander and Larry. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just like another level of the same yeah. thing. 
but yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not complaining about having John Hamm back for that. Oh, no, I'm always pro John Hamm. And I think John Hamm is a better comedic actor than he is a dramatic actor. Like, and that's not to insult. To, I just think he's an amazing comedic actor. I think he's always yeah. amazing on SNL. Yeah, um, I think he's great when he drops into these like uh, movies like Bridesmaids or whatever. But less so, cl- less so clear history. Yeah, well, that was just an episode of Curb. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so is this. Yeah, it, well, exactly. And I just um, I don't love him on Curb so far, but we'll see what he does here. Yeah, I'm open minded. Um, OK, uh, we now are going to continue. We see there is a uh, a dog underneath some sort of tables. There's a pool table. Yeah, it's like a coffee table. So the, the center of a, of a um, yeah, there's a there's a uh, picture on IMDb for season 11, episode one. Or no, for a different one where I've seen with, with Larry holding this dog in a picture, like a still from the season. So, OK, um, we should expect him to hold the dog at some point. <laughs> Angel Muffin. He's really sick. Oh, Angel Muffin. OK, so okay. Like Angel Muffin is the name of the dog. He's not is... he's not a rat dog, but he's not that much bigger than a rat dog. So the, the, um, so episode two is called Angel Muffin. So, oh, OK, it sounds like uh, Angel Muffin will probably appear in that episode. Now, who is this uh, this standing um, actor, this woman here uh, with J.B. Smoove and Larry here? That's a good question. Let's see. I don't she looks are... familiar, but I can't place it. And as soon as you tell me, I'm going to say, oh, yes, of course. I don't know. She's not showing up in. There's no one on IMDb for that episode other than like the main people. Interesting. Um, but who do we think she is? Is she a Larry but, date? Is she a JB date? A Leon date, I should say. Mm. I'll also note uh, while we're know. staring at this still, uh, Leon's outfit. So JB Smooth is obviously a very um, impeccable dresser, and you know takes his uh, his dress very seriously in real life, and. Um, how he presents himself and and then the, the leon character is a little more uh casual let's say you know a lot of shorts <laughs> and ripped shirts and whatnot but here he's starting to find a happy medium i feel like oh so you think he's maturing a little in season 11 yeah i mean he's not wearing like a three-piece suit and a, and a hat the way that right. jb smooth would right but he's wearing more fashionable jeans and sweatshirt. or the way that uh danny duberstein would mm, yeah yeah okay um all right why so did that shit up Let's see. Uh, let's see the, what this lady has to say. Angel muffin. He's really sick. Taking a dog to the fucking vet. It's like taking your fucking car to the dealership. They add shit on. Cut the nails. They gotta deworm these motherfuckers. Take the worms out these motherfuckers. Hey, it's me. Where are you? There's traffic. I can't sit in traffic. I'm I'm too smart. What? You have to have done something stupid to be in traffic. I don't belong here. All right. Okay, can we so, pause. We just yeah. skipped a lot of stuff. All right. So first of all, we have JB Smooth. He's an anti-veterinarianite. Uh, an anti-veterinarianite. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, oh, can did... I tell you something scandalous that happened? Of course. So my wife will get mad at me because she specifically told me don't tell anybody about this. And yet, okay. not only am I telling people, I'm podcasting about it. Nobody's uh, listening. It's my smaller podcast. It's okay. Um, no offense. <laughs> we, I think we are smaller, right? I, I wouldn't know, but probably. Okay. Um, so we've uh, been spending a lot of time at hospitals lately. And, yeah. and so we've been doing a lot of parking at hospitals. And there's like a lot of parking in New York City by hospitals that says, for um for doctor plates only and you can get a plate both in new york and new jersey that has like md on it so i told my wife who was a doctor i said you know you should get those plates even though they don't happen to have them at her like at her current um hospital where she works they have them at other ones it's only helps us when we park there uh, how much can it cost to get it 50 bucks i don't know like it, it, like for the finding park in new york city it'd definitely be worth it and she is a doctor she wouldn't be doing anything wrong and right. as we're driving past i noticed that the plates say md 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 and then there was a plate that said dds and my wow. wife saw too, and she said, 
oh my God, how embarrassing is it for that person that they have to drive with a license plate that says DDS? I'm like, embarrassing. They're, they're not embarrassed to be a dentist. I'm like, this was anti-dentite thing I've ever heard. She's a rabid anti-dentite. She's a rabid anti-dentite. She she's she's going to say they should have their own schools. Yeah, they do. It's really unbelievable. She and, and I just started laughing. She's like, what's so funny? And then I said, do you realize how absurd that is? Dentists aren't ashamed to be dentists. And then she realized that she's like, oh, you better not tell your friends I said that. So yeah, I married, I married such a bigot. I can't even believe it. <laughs> terrified to think of what she thinks of the blacks and the Jews. Um, yeah, so that, that happened. Um, yeah, we got a black and a Jew in uh, this. Uh, this still over here. This very seen. Yeah. Larry oh, I hope that woman's not a dentist. Yeah. No, that would that would you know the big three. Yeah. <laughs> Jews, black people, and oh. dentists. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So um, Leon hates vets. Uh, he thinks they upsell you. Yeah. Um, they tell you that your vet need your your dog needs a new Johnson rod. Oh. And you're like, I guess he needs a new Johnson rod. Yeah. Leon aging a lot better than most of the other uh, characters in the show or actors, I guess. JB Smooth. Yeah. Um, okay. Then we get we had um, Larry's in traffic. He doesn't like traffic. Yeah. Um, now he says he's too. Only stupid people should go in traffic. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Isn't it's the stupidity of others that causes traffic? But then you know, you are the victim of of others' stupidity, right? Yeah, so he's, so he's talking to Jeff on the phone. We get a small glimpse of Jeff yeah. on the receiving end, and he is with uh, he's with Freddie Funkhauser, played by. And Vincent. they're at a funeral. That's what it looked like, right? They're at a funeral. Yeah, they're, they're in a synagogue. There's yarmulkes yeah. being worn, and everybody's wearing all black. So. Yeah, well, is Jeff wearing a yarmulke? You can't really tell. <laughs> no, Jeff is definitely not. Vince, um, uh, Frank is not either. But in the background, we see a man right. wearing one. We see a man. We see a um the seven. Uh, the, the land of Israel has seven fruits in the Bible, and we uh-huh. see uh, something hanging on the wall sort of depicting those seven fruits. I see a pomegranate. I see wheat. I see grapes and dates. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So we're clearly in the synagogue. And um, and then the black ties and the black suits for even without the yarmulkes for Jeff and Vince uh, and Frank. Yeah, those are just funeral. Freddie. Freddie. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's Freddie. Right. Also, Freddy. there's a woman wearing a black veil or, or some kind of head covering sitting right in front of them. Right. Okay. All right. So who has died? Who has died? Now, Marty um, Funkhauser never died on the show. Well, hold on, but there's no way Larry wouldn't be at that funeral. Well, he wasn't at his mother's funeral. <laughs> but he's been at every other uh, Funkhauser funeral and ruined it. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's why he wasn't invited. Maybe Marty had in his will that Larry David is not yeah, allowed. But to also, hold on. Freddie Funkhauser would not be in the back row and would not be not wearing a yarmulke. Uh, yeah, probably true. Yeah. Okay, fine. So it's not Marty Funkhauser okay. who died. Now, whose funeral could this be? It's got to be um, somebody that now is Jeff saying, oh, the reason Larry's not there is because he's stuck in traffic. Is Larry? Oh, is Larry wearing a, uh, a black suit? In, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it, look, it looks car? like it. Yeah. yeah so, OK, so Larry. Like yeah. So Larry yeah. is missing a funeral, so he should be at the funeral and right. he's calling Jeff. Jeff's like, where the hell are you? And he says, I'm too smart, but I'm stuck in traffic. Got so it. it could be. So it could be Marty Funkhauser. Yeah, but still, no, because I think that Freddie would be in the first row and Freddie would be wearing Alvica. Freddie is his brother. I I was assumed nephew. nephew. I was assumed I his brother's remember. son. Yeah. Did they, I don't just, think they ever said, but I think they didn't say my uncle. I think he said my uncle. You might be right. Let's see. Freddie Funkhauser wiki. Yeah. Let's see a family, a Funkhauser family tree. And All you got to right. include the real life baseball player in addition to the to the fake one from the show. It doesn't really say on here anything useful on his curb wiki page. Yeah. Interesting. It's weird. No, there's no, there's no, there's no page for Freddie. There's only a page for Marty. Oh, really? That's also yeah. surprising. Yeah. So it's yeah. I don't. I, I guess it's probably his nephew. Oh, okay. Here we are. I'm on Reddit. Okay. 
Vince Vaughn's character's name is Freddie Funkhauser. Have they said how he's related to Marty? Did I miss something? Okay. Does anyone answer? Um, <laughs> half brother is one oh. answer. Cousin okay. is another answer. Okay, so these people are just making shit up. Okay, so it's not so it's not clear. So he wouldn't necessarily be in the front row if he's just like you know cousin or whatever. It's not like his it's, he's his brother. But he's a close enough cousin that he stepped in for him pretty seamlessly in all his social interactions. <laughs> right now, Ab, uh, who is that for you? Like, if, if God forbid you were stricken with a disease, uh-huh. who would step in to play your role among all your friends? I don't think anyone would. I think I'm irreplaceable. <laughs> well, I would think most people are, but apparently Marty Funkhauser had a backup just raring to go. See, yeah. and again, last season was like, okay, well, because they wrote all these scenes with Marty in it. And so, you know, and then Marty Trench, and then unfortunately, you know, Super Dave got sick. Right. So, but, they, pretend, um, so they pretend that he was in China the whole time or something, right? Yeah. And that here's his cousin just hanging out. But now to sort of fill that role. But now, again, it just means that Larry really likes Vince. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm going to say this is Marty Funkhauser's funeral. That's wow. my best guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that they probably realized, okay, we should probably, you know, address why he's not around all the time and like, yeah, proper I don't know. Off. I don't feel I feel like. Then you got to introduce a whole bunch of other Funkhausers. Also, then, then they sort of have <laughs> we, to acknowledge that the they have to sort of acknowledge the death of, of their of their friend in real life a little bit, which doesn't. I don't know. It seems like I don't know something. Yeah. Interestingly do. enough, and maybe related, maybe not. Although I think this is from what we saw is going to be episode one. Albert Brooks, um, a.k.a. Albert Einstein. Yes. Um, is going to be on this season of Curb. Yeah. Which is uh, his real life brother. Yeah. That's why I said, a.k.a. Albert Einstein. Oh. So is it possible? Oh, wow. So maybe he's there because it is the funeral of Marty and he's that's playing the I'm, real. That's what oh. I'm suggesting. Oh, you just blew my mind. Um, what, now, episode one is the episode that Albert Brooks is in? According to that thing I sent you like an hour ago. That yeah. So Albert, why don't you read that for the listeners? OK, so this is what we and explain have. what it is and the providence of it. Uh, yeah. So I saw I saw somebody posted in one of the Curb Your Enthusiasm Facebook groups a screenshot of what is apparently the episode one. Um you know, summer synop- synopsis from HBO. Um, but like when I looked on HBO, I did not see this. So I don't know. Maybe this is from some other uh, website. But anyway, it's uh, now we, we do have the names of the first five episodes. Uh, yeah. So episode oh, one sh- is called. Should we say what those are so people understand why I was referencing watermelons and why you're like, <laughs> yeah, we could list them. Um, yeah. yeah uh, you know, in, ideally, we would have like prepared this in like a coherent way. But, you know, we'll oh. just we're just going to spitball it all. Um, yeah. So episode one is called The Five Foot Fence. Uh, episode two is called Angel Buffin. We mentioned that before. Episode three is called The Mini Bar. Episode four is called The Watermelon. And then episode five, I don't really understand what it's called. Yeah. It's like all capital letters with an exclamation point, And it says something like Irashimas. Now, R-A-S-S-H-A. I M A S E. Maybe it's like somebody's. Obviously, this is going to be something that you know somebody screams at some point. Yeah. So I assumed that it was an acronym. Oh, okay. So when I I, I just googled this, this is a Japanese phrase. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, how to use Irashimas correctly? Well, I guess we should find that out. All right. Well, while you do that, I'm going to guess if it was an acronym. So it would be five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It'd be twelve letters. I really. It I means are. welcomes to my shop in Japanese. Okay, so okay, so it's going to be another Takahashi situation of like an awkward Seinfeld curve moment with the oh. Asian American. Probably. Oh yes, but I and I think he is. Uh, he's in the season. We oh yes, he, he did tell us that. Yeah. Told us he's in the new season. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he maybe he's he back told us so that far. he tells he tells Larry that he's a funny guy. I yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did we say that on the yes. podcast? Were we not supposed he's, to say that on the podcast? I forget. 
uh no he i think he said it as his like intro line oh okay um so yeah uh he dana lee as mr takahashi is in episode five so that's probably going to be um title of an episode i I would guess it's probably going to be said by mr takahashi well nicely done for uh for mr takahashi uh he he goes from uh pretty 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 good podcast back to curb so listen if you're listening to this and you were once on curb enthusiasm and want to come back come to our podcast larry will hear you right in the background while he steps into the room for 30 seconds and then he'll say oh we should bring that guy back or girl. okay so back to you know, what we okay, originally yeah. doing. yeah okay, okay so, so the five foot fence here's the alleged uh description you want to read it yeah it says okay. a discovery in larry's backyard threatens to derail his latest creative venture while a clumsy mishap threatens the future of his latest romance i mean that's every episode yeah and the Albert- first part also reminds me of the wire Yes. Not the television show, yes, but exactly the television the episode. Yes, with yeah. um, yeah, neighbor Dean. Yes, the, the original fucking asshole. Yes. Um, and then it continues. Albert Brooks hosts an unprecedented event, and Leon makes arrangements for an upcoming trip. Okay, so Albert Brooks hosts an unprecedented event. The death of Marty Fuckhauser would be an unprecedented event, but it doesn't say a character Peren Albert Brooks. It says Albert Brooks. Uh, Whereas yes. for Larry and Leon, it says their character names. So Albert Brooks is playing himself. If right. he's playing himself, I don't think that his the actor who was his real life brother, but played a character on Curb would be right. Unless they're like really like blowing through fourth and fifth walls. Yeah, I don't know what the fifth wall is, but they would build okay. it and then break through it. OK, now I, I did just find this now on on HBO. Oh, oh, so this is official. So this is official. This is official. OK, so this is the official description. OK, so Albert Brooks is playing himself. I could also tell you that the episode is going to be 42 minutes. So Curb is going to continue with these longer episodes. Yeah. That's good. I think we can now justify having a longer podcast. Yeah. So we got <laughs> we got up the episodes to three hours. Yeah. Um, all right. So Albert Brooks, okay, is hosting an unprecedented event. Do you have any guesses for what this event is of? Um, maybe he's going to Mars. That would be unprecedented. Yeah, that is true. Um, now, Leon will be making arrangements for an upcoming trip. So is Leon going to Mars as well? He, with Albert Brooks. Yeah. Weird, weird sentence structure. Yeah. Where do you, where do we think Leon is going on a trip? Oh, there's really a level of Talmudic analysis here based on very little evidence. Yeah, maybe he's going back to New Orleans. Oh, wow. No, but he was not from New Orleans. He was from L.A. His family oh, was from oh, New right, Orleans. Oh, right, right, Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I don't know where Leon's going. Yeah, we don't know. We have no information. Okay. By the way, too bad they didn't have Albert Brooks last year instead of Vince Vaughn to play the replacement Funkhauser. Um, Yeah, that would have been much cooler if Albert Brooks played a Funkhauser. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't think about that. I mean, I'm sure they did. Or they did. We never, you never know. Maybe Albert Brooks wasn't just like hanging out ready to play like, you know, multiple episodes of Curb. Or maybe he was. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's continue. Now, we should also uh, note that this uh, episode, season, um, episode one of season 11, will feature adult content and adult language. So uh, in case you were planning on having your young children watch the episode occur with you, because you know nothing about the show, you probably should not do that. Unless they like adult content. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. So we have a five foot fence in Larry's backyard. What is his latest creative venture? Did we guess about what that is or no? Um, <laughs> I, I don't have any ideas. No. Um, we never we also never we were like paused like 10 seconds into the <laughs> <laughs> into the uh, trailer, right? Should we probably finish uh, that? We're 53 seconds in. Oh, okay. But, that's not terrible. But we can continue. Yeah, we've, uh, we're about halfway done with the trailer. Okay. Why were we at the funeral? I don't remember. Oh, because Larry's late from late. Larry's late to, uh, to Funkman's funeral. Yeah. 
You have to have done something stupid to be in traffic. I don't belong here. Stop gossiping about my towels. If your towels weren't so ratty, I wouldn't have to talk about them. You want to talk about me? Fine. You want to talk about my relationships? Fine. Do not discuss my towels. Okay, so it seems like that is uh, clearly his, his venture, right? He's making some sort of towel. Oh, oh, see, I didn't even think of that. I thought that it was just like he literally the towel in his house. And that's why it was so absurd that he cared about it. But yeah, well, yours makes more sense, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Now we had a friend in um, we went to high school together and I lived in the dorm and uh, we had a friend in the dorm who had a uh, infamous towel because um, he never washed it once. <laughs> Wiped up all kinds of uh, all kinds of spills, let's just say. Um, yeah. So uh, nobody ever touched that towel. Hey, hmm. Well, I think it's dirty towels, unfortunately. All right. So the next scene, Susie is hosting a campaign event for Mayhew running for mayor of Los Angeles. Yeah. And Mayhew, I assume there's three people standing up there. Uh, One is holding like a clipboard and one is a young guy with a sweater. So I assume the third one is Mayhew, which is a guy, uh, an African-American guy, probably about 40s or 30s, wearing a a blue uh, jacket. People sitting in the crowd, uh, socially distanced. And you see Larry's bald head. And is that Richard Lewis next to Larry? I can't tell. To the left? Um, yes, I don't think so, I but think it so. could be. Oh, it I could, think it is because like you see like the sunglasses. He's so tall though. Is Richard yeah. that tall? All right. Well, let's see if we get a, a, a better uh, glimpse. Okay. We might. I have no idea. Now, yeah. So Mayhew's running for mayor. And, oh, yes. it is Richard. Oh, nice to know. Oh, I didn't really see so much taller than Larry. Uh, so Mayhew's running for mayor, and Susie apparently is hosting an event, and she's uh, invited Larry, which is probably going to be a mistake. I'm going to put. Yeah, <laughs> Larry and Richard are there. No one else that we know is there. Yeah, Susie, but yeah, most the, many people in the crowd are wearing the button, but of course, Larry, like Kramer, does not wear the button. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Uh, let's see what happens at the rally. You hate people. I hate people individually, but I love mankind. Oh, you do. Wait, we got to go backwards. We got to go back. We go <laughs> yeah, back. This, is, yeah. this is moving fast. We skipped way too much. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you're not supposed to develop a coherent story from like a, a trail. From a trailer. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, there was a woman who was in the crowd at the campaign event, uh, a red haired woman. And is then she got to wait. No, I think I think this is a different thing. Is that another red haired woman? Yeah, because like he's indoors now. Like she, oh. it looks like she's no, it's like... not the same time, but it's the same woman at a different event. I think. Yeah, let's go back to the crowd. Oh, is, is did... that that's her right in front of Larry? Oh, interesting. Go forward. Is it with the sort of the purplish glasses? Now go forward a little bit. Let's see. Real tomiotic analysis here. Ah, uh, yeah, that's her. Same woman. Yeah. So the woman who's sitting directly in front of Larry at, at, at the rally at the campaign rally in the yard, who's, <laughs> you know, maybe a woman in her 40s or 50s with red hair and uh, plastic frame glasses in the next scene she's indoors it looks like she's testifying or something in court possibly yeah i thought i was gonna say she's like the court stenographer or the court stenographer something like that and she's adjusting her brassiere um in in the way that you often see men like adjust their underwear their crotch and and women i guess are are, are less uncouth than us because they don't usually adjust their underwear uh, the same way we do Uh, but this woman's doing so and Larry seems appalled even though i'm sure that larry has adjusted himself very frequently because we know he did it in the first episode of the show right when he was yes. accused of the uh, the the, yes, boner. the so, pants that yeah, so let's um yeah so let's so Larry's eyeing her uncomfortably. Let's see what happens here. I hate people individually, but I love mankind. Yeah, so, oh, he, gets, so he gets very yeah. repulsed, and now he's now wearing the button. So I guess now this is a subsequent. Yeah, so he's wearing the button and he's talking to Cheryl and some other people that he hates people, but he um, loves mankind. Yes. And that was a voiceover over the previous scene where we didn't hear anything. We just saw Larry looking at the woman. So I guess uh, right. Larry hates that woman. Kind. Oh, you do. We don't know each other that well. You said 30 insane things right. to me in the last few minutes. I'm All right. So hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Seth, Seth Rogen shows up. 
with the ab- absurd like a comic con level like like very long braided goatee long braided hair um he dressed like gandalf what the hell is going on here yeah this is crazy um so clearly not seth rogan clearly a character oh i was gonna say no this is clearly seth rogan oh you think it's seth rogan but he's just like why is he dressed like this because he's seth rogan a- is playing a character seth rogan is an actor in the he's show like in a movie. he's playing himself yeah, like himself. Play, he's playing an himself, an and he's movie. dressed. Yes, exactly. Uh huh. Larry's okay. talking really there. They're off. Yeah, you can see they're like on a soundstage or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You might. Be yeah. Right. Okay. Wait. So let's see again what he says. We don't know each other that well. You've said thirty insane things to me in the last few minutes. I'm not an everyman. No, you're not an everyman. I'm not an everyman. You are a singular man. He's not an everyman. Yeah, uh, he is a singular man. Now, is Seth Rogen? He's he's never been on Curb before, correct? Correct. Interesting. Okay, so we've established he's definitely playing himself. Yeah, I think you're right. Um. All right. Then now we see Larry sitting on a couch. Uh, let's press play. Do you not oh, have he's any back at Susie's house. Feeling of spirituality and art. You know what? Get the fuck out. <laughs> right. Now she's go- she's back to her um, fatigue outfit like she liked to wear in the past. Yeah. And um, she was talking about feeling, and, and and Larry sort of mocked her and held his hands up as if he was clutching his own breasts, which she did not appreciate. Now we're at a scene where the judge from billions uh is it looks like his father or some old man is, is having some kind of a medical condition we look like we're in a country club or something like what's that. what's the judge from billions his name the actor yeah i have no idea but he's not playing himself he's playing a character i'm quite sure oh rob morrow that's what i thought it was yeah okay yeah so he is um he's on this um today show list of curb guest stars but mm-hmm. i don't know what episode that but is. do you know the only thing i recognize him from is billions um, I recognized him. Let me can see. Can we IMD bag him? We can. Um, and the man, he's ta- the, the old man looks like a cross between Richard Lewis and Larry David, actually. I don't. Oh, I guess I could see that a little. He's from New Rochelle. Who Rob is? Um, he's the son of a dental hygienist. Okay. I apologize for my wife's comments. Yeah. No surprise so far. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's see. So, was his. Let so me talk about his, his uh, filmography more than main, what his He says his job. main thing he's known for is his portrayal of Dr. Joel Fleischman on Northern Exposure. Hmm. That shows about Minnesota. Three Golden Globes and two Emmy nominations. Oh, wow. Um, he was then on Numbers. He played a detective. Oh. Is it Northern uh, Exposure a Minnesota show? Um, could be. I never saw it. I don't know. I don't know nothing about it. It's an All American right. northern comedy drama. Sure, sounds fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. So billions. He's on ten episodes of. Yeah. Um, he you watched billions, people. right? Oh, he played Barry Sheck in The People versus OJ. Oh, yes, he did. You watched billions, right? Um, I have not finished this season, but yes. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So yeah. So let's see this old man who's falling in the uh, in the country club or wherever they are. Why don't you pray for him, huh? Uh, I feel like an idiot. Are you kidding me? How do you know prayers don't work? Because I'm bald. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's Larry's uh, theological beliefs. Because he's bald, he's had bad luck in life, and God doesn't exist. Just because God didn't answer his prayers. Therefore, well, only all the other ones. He's rich and famous and, you know, dates uh, <laughs> right, beautiful yeah. women. But yeah, he's bald. His, life, his life is lousy. That's all he yeah. cares about. He just wants hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's the trailer. And he refuses to pray for um, Rob Morrow's father. Um, yeah, so that takes us to the end of the trailer. So I would, I think, I would venture to say we know um, 
maybe a tiny bit more about the season than we did before we did that exercise. I believe um, we spent 45 minutes on that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah so some <laughs> other people that we've seen are going to be on this season include Woody Harrelson, which is, mm. I think, super exciting. Um, now, this is an interesting one. I'm going to guess that Woody plays a character, but not because he's not famous enough to play himself, because he definitely is. Yeah, I also view him. I, I see him more as a character. Like he wants to like play like some like wacky guy. He yeah, want to be Woody Harrelson. Well, being a character is now. Remind me, John Hamm is playing an actor, but it's not John Hamm, is it? That's a good question. I thought it was. I've seen season ten of Curb less than I've seen any other season. Yeah, so, same. And we haven't done it on our um, podcast yet, obviously. Yeah, John Hamm is John Hamm. He plays himself. What does he play himself, or does he play an actor named John Hamm? Oh, but- shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Ben Affleck situation. <laughs> um, I saw a movie with Ben Affleck uh, last week, so but, so maybe he was playing. Uh, <laughs> he was playing the guy from that episode of Curb. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So so John Hamm, yeah, uh, is playing John Hamm. Yeah. Um, okay. So Woody Harrelson, Brian Cranston, of course. Brian Cranston played, played a, a character, a, a, a psychiatrist. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got Bill Hader. Um, I'm going to say he's also playing a character for the same reason. Yeah, much more fun. Although yeah. Seth Rogen, yeah, that's why Seth Rogen said it. Well, I'll play myself, but I have to play a character while I'm playing myself. Yeah, um, we've got Albert Brooks. We talked about Rob Morrow. I can't imagine is playing himself. Yeah, he's yeah, not, he's not famous no. enough. And then we have Julie Bowen from Modern Family. I'm going to say she's playing herself. No way. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, you mean sarcastic? Yeah, no, she's also going to be she's going to be like a, a, a girlfriend of Larry. So yeah, I mean, she's a very famous sitcom actress, but she's not playing herself. Yeah, no, I agree. I was kidding. Uh, we got Kelly Cuoco again. I think probably the same thing, even though, yeah. you know, she, I mean, she was like literally on the highest rated show on TV for many years. Now, do you think um, that so yeah. she so she's on Harley Quinn with many people from Curb? Do you think that's how oh, she that's gets sucked true. into the show here? That could be. Yeah. That could very well be. Yeah. That's interesting. I watched all of Harley Quinn because of you, and I'm very excited for season three. Oh, wow. I did not even watch all of Harley Quinn. I was like, like lost focus after like three or four episodes. I, oh. should, I, I mean, I, I would be lying if I said I watched them at one X. Oh, yeah. No, of course. Yeah. But no, it's a very entertaining show. It's a very. No, I. I yeah. I, and I I'm not. A, and I'm not. A, that's Marvel. It, no, that's DC. That's DC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. DC has Superman and Batman. Yeah. Wait, so who does Marvel have? Iron Man, Spider Man, Hulk, Captain oh, America. Because Spider Man, the amount of Spider Man paraphernalia in this house. I mean, there's crazy people out there. I'm sure there's people who like their entire house is decked out in Spider Man things. Like literally, I'm sure there's adults who are like obsessed. But I'm confident that we are in like the 0.1 percentile of <laughs> like most Spider Man stuff in a house. Okay, it's really out of control. My son is. I, I was I was going through my son's uh, clothes uh, yesterday, and I said to my wife, I'm like. He literally has 25 Spider-Man shirts. How did this happen? I might have bought him one. So who bought like he has nothing. Literally every single shirt he owns is Spider-Man. I don't know how many Spider-Man shirts they even make. But and I just like I, I bought him maybe one. So I said, I'm like, did you buy all these Spider-Man shirts? Just like, I bought him a few. I'm like, no, it's not a few. He literally has 25 Spider-Man shirts and no other shirts in his drawer. And he has two older brothers. So like, where did all like the clothes his age that aren't <laughs> Spider-Man theme go? That's good. That's true. Very odd. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's ordering them himself on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see who else we have. We have Lucy Liu. Hmm. I feel like she could go either way. I was. Yeah, I was going to say that as well. I'm going to guess character. 
I'm going to guess. I'm going to I'm going to guess she's playing herself. Mm. And then last. Is she, uh, hold on. Is she in the Mr. Takahashi episode or we don't know? Uh, we don't know. Oh, OK. And last off, we have Tracy Ullman, who you I agree I, that if the episode she's in is episode five, it's less likely she's playing a character herself and more likely she's playing a character. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, so I was saying that the last uh, the last person I see her is uh, Tracy Ullman, who mm. I'm going to say is playing herself. I'm going to say character again. Because I feel like she doesn't really act much at this point, does she? But is she like a, a longtime comedy friend of Larry's? Um, well, the Tracy Ullman show was where like a lot of like young comedy people. I know like the Simpsons yeah. started on that yeah, yeah. in like 1988 or whatever. Yeah. So just like a ton of I think like a lot of people got started there. Um, I don't know. Let's see. What has she been up to? Oh, let's see. A television career, HBO. That's nah, not related to any of this. Um, yeah, she's been in stuff here or there. She's going to play a character named Irma. On Curb? Yeah. Oh, that's well, then on, there's that's our on answer. Wikipedia. Hmm. Where's, where's everyone getting all this information from? Like, there isn't, there isn't like one place where... Well, well, let's see. Season 11. Oh, interesting. Okay. So according to Wikipedia, Seth Rogen is a fictional role, not himself. Mm, interesting. But he's playing a fictional role, a guy who's dressed like that, like in his regular life in the world of Curb. That's what they're saying. That would be very odd. Okay. Well, I'm excited to see how that happens. Yeah. I mean, I, I again, I, I, you know, you can't just believe something because it's on Wikipedia. Hmm. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I don't really see the, the sourcing on this. So who the hell knows? Um, let's see. Do they have anybody else on this page? I don't think so. I don't think anybody else additional. Yeah, it's the same group. Okay. All right. Well, um, I'm still very impressed that we managed to uh, stretch this out, this much analysis, into uh, basically a trailer. A trailer in two sentences. That's the information we went off. <laughs> um, yeah. So what's interesting is that I, I feel like I saw at one point that they said that, like, they were going to do one episode that takes place, like, in a, uh, like a, a universe where COVID exists and just, like, to acknowledge it. Um, but then I saw an interview with uh, Jeff Schaefer where he says that it's like entirely post-pandemic. Well, it's 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 whatever part of the pandemic we're in now. Like again, like the seats, like the the rally, the campaign rally is outside, and all the seats are like you know distanced apart. So that's definitely like a 2021 thing, right? Like that's not a pre-COVID thing or a non-COVID world thing. I guess, it's, but, but it's uh, yeah. not. A, but it's not about the pandemic. Oh, it sounds like the, it doesn't even exist is what is what I'm seeing in this interview, but maybe. Mm. Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. Here it says Seth Rogen as himself. Lucy yeah. Liu as herself. Tracy Ullman as Irma Kostrowski. Okay. Bill, yeah, so Seth- Bill Hader as question mark. Okay. Yeah. Seth Rogen. So he, he's, he's playing a character in the movie that he's filming in the show of Curb where he plays himself. Yeah, it says. Yeah. 
He is working on a not well thought out Viking comedy movie called Eric the Yellow. Lucy is in the premiere. She sees a side of Larry that she can't unsee. Sounds like his penis. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Was he in the pool? Tracy has a pretty significant role this season. It's amazing she hasn't been on the show already. Okay. Larry has some very good relationships. But this season, he will definitely dip more than a toe into the dating pool. His penis that we're talking about again. (laughs) He was in the pool. That's, uh, you know, I think that's uh, that's all we got. Yeah. No, I think we did a good job. If I do say so myself. I think we did a great job. (laughs) Very good. Very great. (laughs) I think the job we did was... Job done. Get a life, Jews.